0: Welcome into the 50th episode of the Talking Ball Y'all podcast. We are so thankful for you joining us, and for the y'all that join us each and every week, we're especially thankful, and to our sponsors, uh, thank you. Jeff, 50, man, 50 stinking episodes we've been after this, and I know I've said it a couple times, and it may sound cheesy to uh, the listeners or to whoever, but I don't care, man, it's kind of been a dream come true. Uh, to do this and so i thank you man without you i'd just be talking into this deal (laughs) or into this table i have no idea how any of this works so thank you jeff and it's been a blast man through 50 of these
1: yep uh 50th episode i had to double check the count to make sure uh we were right coming up on the this will be the half century mark this episode we're putting out tonight so Going to be a good episode, Clay. Uh, Not much of roundtable. We're not going to get in any scores, not talk anything like that. We've got four great interviews uh, that we've got lined up, and they're going to come in this kind of order, Clay. We're going to talk to Ty Trahan, PICU defensive coordinator, get into some of his background, uh, some things that he's done, and then talk about that tough PICU team he's got. Yep, Ty's
0: a good get and a good interview Uh, for us as Golden Eagle fans. I believe he was an all-conference safety uh, there as part of the Nasty Bunch defense in the late 90s. He was an incredible football player, of course, here at Pearl River Central, a Blue Devil. And then he's got an incredible defense <laughs> for Picayune that we saw firsthand uh, last week. So it was awesome to visit uh, with Coach Trahan.
1: Yep, and after uh, uh, Trahan, we're going to have uh, Drew Causey, the head coach of the Oak Grove Warriors. They're off to a fantastic start up there in Oak Grove. So people around the Pine Belt, uh, be tuning in. He he talks about his time playing uh, in that state championship last year. We talk about his ball club. And then we talk about, about a special moment he had uh, this past weekend with a former player as he made uh, – seen some playing time up there in Oxford.
0: Yep. Uh, we know Drew, both of us do, uh, from our radio days there with Pearl River Community College. He was part of Coach Tim Hatton's staff at one point. As long as with his offensive coordinator, Russell Mitchell. Russell, a PICU native who is his right-hand man there, is his offensive coordinator. It was fun to visit with Coach Causey and the success that they're having there in Oak Grove.
1: Yep, and right after Coach uh, Drew Causey uh, comes uh, a familiar name to the coast area, uh, head coach Catlin French, the head coach of the Biloxi Indians, off to a 4-0 start as they getting ready to open up some district play. Uh, we're going to talk to Catlin uh, a little bit about his background, uh, what his daddy uh, means to him a little bit about the coaching tree that he comes from, and then talk about his ball club, who are putting up some tremendous numbers on the ground.
0: Yep, 4-0 and Biloxi uh, team, and it was uh, cool to steal some time from Coach French as they're preparing uh, to face the Iverville this week. So we appreciate Coach French and the, and the time that he gave us.
1: Yep, and then batting cleanup, uh, so to speak, because I know you're going to get into some Braves talk. I can't help uh, but think that you wouldn't. Uh, coach Chip Builderback from the Columbia Wildcats 5 and 0 start in region 83A uh they you know they're getting ready to start district uh but coach Builderback has got a great team up there and we got some un, uh some Gaudi numbers here we talk about his running back uh his stud running back with a with a commit that we'll get into that in the interview uh but Builderback a great interview to uh to round out this uh, coaching interviews.
0: Yeah, he was a lot of fun to visit with. I knew him from my Pearl River Community College days, a, a good friend of mine, uh, one of my best friends, a mutual friend, and Rob Ford was kind of able to put us on Coach Builder back. And look at the club. He's got 5-0, and o, as you mentioned, coming off a of 10-3 and three last year. So in his two years there, let's do the math, 15-3, and three, an awesome coach, um, and it was a cool, good good time uh, spent with him, and I think our listeners will really enjoy hearing from Coach Builderback. And you mentioned baseball. Former baseball player was Coach Builderback, so that was a, a great way for us to get around too. And last week when we talked, I believe the magic number was three for the Braves to clinch the East. That, of course, for Braves fans, three, Dale Murphy. Now it's none, uh, clinched and in the bag and – uh, most likely going to start off with St. Louis Cardinals in the playoffs. And I uh, just can't wait. And maybe we can get a Braves guest uh, next Wednesday night. I'll start laboring on that uh, after this is over. Or next Tuesday night, I should say, when we record. But until then, thank you again for all the support as we've made it through 50 episodes and couldn't do it without you listening. <laughs> Are you looking for a place for your whole family to belong? Come and join us at Goodyear Baptist Church. We're located at 2710 Highway 43 South, just past Memorial Gardens. We have great ministries for all ages. If you're looking for something refreshing in life, if you're looking for a hope that lasts forever, if you want to experience the love of Christ, come check out GBC. Sunday morning growth group at 945 a.m. and worship at 11. Find us online at GoodyearBaptistChurch.com. Come as you are. There's a place for you. Come grow with us. We're fortunate enough to be joined by the defensive coordinator for the Picayune Maroon Tide and Ty Trehan. And Ty, thanks for taking time tonight for the podcast.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: Ty, when uh I'm a I'm a Golden Eagle fan, a USM guy, so everybody yes, that listens to the podcast kind of knows where uh Jeff and I come from on that so let's start there man do your do your players there at pick do they realize what type of player you were up the road there at career and then uh the career you had at southern miss are we all too old for them to know anything about that ty <laughs> yeah um we're
2: getting a little older they, I, I, I don't discuss that much with them i think you know they probably hear a few rumblings of it here and there but uh you know, I I don't really know how much they know about uh nineteen ninety seven and ninety six
0: and all those years. So. <laughs> the old nasty bunch defense there at uh Southern oh, Miss. Yeah. How much do you rely on your playing days both um in high school there at PRC? I mean, y'all were certainly a dominant team in your day there as a blue devil. And then at Southern Miss, how much do you rely on those experiences, Ty? You
2: know, well, I mean, I I think it helps you. I mean, to be a to have some success as a player and, and to be able to relate to 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 players, you know, that way. I mean, I think it can only help you. But I mean, as far as coaching, you got to get in there. You know, I, I thought I knew a lot coming out of college, but I, you know, I didn't learn the things that I have carried with me today are the things that I learned when I the four, first four years I coached there in Houston, Texas. I was able to be under a man named Leo Barker, who was the defensive coordinator at a at a high school there in Houston at Klein Forest High School, and uh, we were be pretty good. It was a big 6A. We had about our 5A. We had about 3,300 kids in the school, and uh, Leo Barker taught me a lot. He, he played uh, he played linebacker on the uh, the Boomer Sides, and then when they played in the Super Bowl with wow. Icky Woods and all that. Hmm.
1: And,
2: uh, I just kind of, you know took to him and he took to me and uh, he like i said he just taught me a lot and i was very fortunate early on to to coach you know pretty much every position that also helped me as well
0: ty i mean we've talked about you've kind of talked about the the way you have come about this the coach in my opinion is only going to be as good as some of those guys they roll out there on friday saturday sunday whatever it may be talk about your group and um how talented this group is in the last two years, but particularly uh this group that you're rolling out there on Friday nights.
2: Well, they're big and strong and fast. I mean we got some players. Um but the the, the good thing about this group is, is just the leadership from from the senior the guys that are seniors now. They won a lot of football games, Cade Turnage, um, Eli, Elisha Jenkins, um, you know, Deontay, all all those guys that, that they've won a lot of football games and, you know, they're drinking the Kool-Aid, you know, they're, they're, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're doing what I'm asking them to do each day from, from a standpoint of, of you know, leading and, and just coming kind of to practice and, and having that workmanship type attitude every day when they step on that football field. I mean, we got some guys that some, that can go the one, the one thing is picking, you know, that, we don't have as much. Of what people don't realize is we don't have a lot of depth. We play a lot of people both ways. I mean, we play seven guys both ways, offensively and defensively uh, at any given time. You know, Kate turns plays fullback. He turns around and is our best, one of our best defensive players. So, you know, we have to we have to make sure we, <laughs> that they're in very, very good shape. So we we run them a lot. And uh, but like I said, it's just it's a really special group. It's a combination of you know, size and speed, but it's some guys that, that have some football smarts and, and some playmaking ability. And, and whenever you got that, uh, you know, you have a chance for sure. I mean, I tell coaches all the time, you know, it, it X's and O's, all that stuff, all that's important. You don't want to have them in a, in a bad situation, being outflanked or being in a coverage that you shouldn't be in on third down, things like that. I mean, all that's important. But the number one, the, the, the thing that makes a coach is, like you said earlier, is motivating his kids. It don't matter if you draw up. Uh, <laughs> that you, it don't matter what play you draw up. If you motivate them to do it and you make them believe that they they can do anything and you know, they'll run through that brick wall for you, then you got them lose like we want. So um So that, that's that's what coaching is all about, relationships and, and, and motivating kids.
0: Ty, you talk about the guys big, strong, can run. And then you, right there at the end, you brought up instinct. Uh, we were on the uh, other side calling the game as we do every Friday night for Popperville. And I thought one of maybe the last guys off the bus when you look at that defense, the Hickman kid, I thought he was in a spot twice. Where it's just one on one, and he made two good football plays, and he's not reading everybody else that you look at on this roster, even Turnage's numbers. But he made two good tackles Friday night.
2: Yeah, it's hard to keep Hickman off the field. I mean, there's there's some some things he's got to work on. We we played him in a little different spot last week. He was kind of playing a more of a free safety type or, or rover type. But uh, yeah, he. <laughs> he uh, he, had a, he and it, ha- it happened to him the too. too he is you know out in space with a division mm-hmm. one athlete who just uh you know committed to to state mississippi state yeah. and and he's making an open field tackle <laughs> so uh it, it don't always look perfect but you know he gets them down and <laughs> man I couldn't be more proud of that. it's hard to keep a, a kid like hickman off the field i mean Isaac off the field i mean he's he only knows one speed, and that's full speed. I and mean, you, you win a lot, of, a lot of football games with guys like that.
0: Ty, when you look at this week and the relationship uh, between you and Pickyune's head coach on his farewell tour, so to speak, and Coach Lee, then your relationship uh, with Coach Seth Smith across the way, all that kind of intertwines in into this being a first district game just the emotions and the relationships going in uh to this Friday night's affair
2: well you know I, 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 I've been dreading this i mean this is the first experience in me having to play kin folks and all this you know i've been in north mississippi and central mississippi i hadn't been i hadn't been down south um i can't say that i like it but you know i know this you know we're gonna get after it we're gonna compete against each other you know but at the end of the day um you know i'll 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 give him a, a big hug and, and 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 love him like i always do you know he he's not only a uh he's more like a brother to me mm. little brother to me than he is really a, a first cousin but uh I always wish him all this success. And, man, he does a great job. They got some players over at Hurley. We're going to have to play with, with, with really good effort and uh, really good technique. And and the, the team that has the, the better will, you know, the greater will to wins, the team's going to win them uh, on Friday night. Because i am tell you, he's, he's got a team, too, now.
0: Yep, and they rolled up, I believe, 70 points this Uh, past weekend, and so that should be a lot of fun. Ty, man, we certainly appreciate your time for the podcast. Thanks for visiting with us. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Your family's health is our mission. At Highland Community Hospital and in partnership with Forest Health Systems, we're adding new services and personnel every day. Please welcome Sarah Penton-Duncan, FNPC, to the Highland Internal Medicine Clinic. She's another addition to our expanding family of service providers. Please call 601-799-4777 to schedule an appointment. Highland Community Hospital, the best choice for your family. Whether you're hungry for seafood, po'boys or salads, go see Kelly's Po'boys located in Picayune and proudly serving Pearl River County for nearly 20 years. It's a little bit of New Orleans right here in Picayune. Coach, we certainly appreciate um you taking some time uh, away from your family and stealing some time here on a podcast and so we can talk some Oak Grove football.
2: All oh, right, glad to be here, man.
0: Coach, before we uh get into this year, if you'll let me, I'd like to look back at last year. I know a lot of coaches aren't gonna want to do that mid season, but if you'll afford me that, just tell us how special it was to have your team um in that state championship last year, right there at the Rock and the atmosphere, and uh, just how special that that Friday night was.
2: Oh, it was. Uh, it was everything was good with the way it ended, um, <laughs> it, but it was an awesome finish. We had uh, a, a ton of seniors that had went two years without making the playoffs, and uh, just really worked really hard and and, and kind of got took the team as – you know, it's their responsibility to of the coaches and you know, they led the football team and did a great job of that. And we had some really good players that uh you know, did a good job all season and for us to get there it was a lot of fun, you know, you turn around and look and I've seen some pictures and our side was completely packed and uh it was just it was a great atmosphere. You know, we've been I've been looking up the forum one at, at in Jackson and Mississippi State and Southern Mississippi. You know, to me selling this was the best one, uh just because it was more of a, a close atmosphere and it was loud and you know, it may have been it was only about six miles from the house <laughs> it was still uh it was still a great experience and I guys loved
0: it yeah and y'all uh, y'all played up to uh the competition and up to the atmosphere too had the pleasure of kind of roaming the sidelines that night and being there and I echo everything you're saying that was a, a good display of Mississippi high school football, and now let's turn the page, Coach, which I know you've already done. Y'all are off to a good start, three and one, so you've got a team that's come back uh, hungry, uh, looking for more. How have y'all uh, stayed focused and gotten off to this good start this season? Well,
2: I think it was it was pretty easy. You know, you, you get beat in the state championship game. The guys get a big taste for that. You know, our, our juniors that are now seniors, you know, came back wanting to get back. To the state championship game. You know, it's at Southern Miss again, and they want to experience that. So, um, you know, they've done a really good job of, kind of like I talked about our last group, they're doing a good job of trying to take over the team and lead it and, and things like that. And, and uh, you know, just it's kind of just the coaches, the players, kind of everybody's just kind of had that same focus of, you know, let's try to get back there.
0: And helping you get back there. I mean, they're big shoes to fill. But the quarterback uh, position, y'all, it looks like y'all found an answer there. And then a wide receiver and Hayes who is off to a good start. Talk to us about that combination. And then a good friend of ours, uh, Russell Mitchell, and what he brings to uh, that game planning and the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, uh,
2: quarterback-wise, David Stewart. Um, He's a kid who actually moved here. At the first of June, from uh, right around Atlanta, Georgia, and just you know, once he got to kind of learn the offense and things like that, he's really taken control of it. Done a great job, uh, you know. Really proud of him. Glad he, really glad he moved in. <laughs> uh, you know, and then you got Brandon Hayes, you know, the wide receiver that you know he missed all of last season. He uh, he, got, he played a game and a half, mm. and then had had uh, toe surgery. And this, the rest of the season, you know, we would have had him two last year. So he's very good. He's got about five or six Division one offers. So Lewis is one of them. Um, but he's just a really good player. You got Davion uh, Smith, another wideout who was really big last year for us and, and played really well. He's back. Liam Bright up, number eight, is back. Um, Jordan Coleman is our other starting center that's back. But we feel like we got about five or six guys that, you know, we can put in at any point, and they can go off and have a great game. Um, you know, so that's really a strong point for us. <coughs> you know, Russell does a great job with our offense. I, I kind of turned it over to him last year. And, um, you know, it's just too much for me to, to do that. Try to help coach Joe Line and try to do the head coach. he just got to learn and legs and butt. So, you know, Russ is a great football coach. has a lot of experience calling an offense already. And, um, you know, he just – he does a great job. He, he, he does a great job of when to run the ball, when to throw it. And uh, just I'm glad to have him.
1: Once again, we're visiting with Oak Grove Warriors head football coach Drew Causey on the Pit Lane Oil Change Hotline. And, and, Coach, you Clay mentioned big shoes to fill from Stewart. But last year, Plumlee led your ball club and led the Warriors to a chance for that um, state championship right there in Hattiesburg. But we've been around each other before on the sidelines of JUCO. Uh, me and Clay both uh, know you and 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 know some of the players that you've had a chance to coach. But what were some thoughts and some and some uh, emotions going through you as you've seen Plum Plumlee take some snaps this weekend for Ole Miss? Yeah, man, I was actually
2: uh, I was after soccer games my my son had soccer and um we were gonna go but my daughter had soccer in New Orleans and my wife went down there and my my little boy had soccer here in Hattiesburg so we were pulling double duties and we couldn't go up to the game and um I'm actually driving back to the house my phone starts blowing up hey Plumley's in Plumley's in so I probably could have got a speeding ticket um trying to get home but I got home and and got to see him play and I mean, it was awesome. It, uh, you know, he's he's one of a kind and just a great kid. You know, uh, I think the future is bright for him and all this. You know, just mm-hmm. say, I'm going. I think they need to start him this week. If they do, I'm going to call the upset. Mm-hmm. So, but no, he's you know he's he's great. I was proud of him. Seven for seven, had 50 something yard rushing, and uh, just did a great job.
0: Yeah, he was phenomenal. I mean, kind of the buzz was, I guess, when he was committed uh, to Georgia at one time. Uh, He's a good athlete. He's a great baseball player. Uh, Maybe he can go there and be a slot-wide receiver or something. But laying your eyes on him in that state championship game, I think uh, everybody came uh, to the the rationale, no, this kid's going to play quarterback wherever he ends up. And um, he certainly showed that he belonged. um,
2: I think you can waste it if you play him somewhere else because the quarterback, he's always got the ball in the skin. As he showed, he's always got a to make a play. Uh, I think the referees made a mistake
0: about the that touchdown, too. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. <laughs> Coach, looking into y'all's uh, district play, which y'all will get um, George County coming to y'all's place this Friday night. Just kind of tell us what you expect from your club as you get into region play and as you kind of look around, what – Y'all have a good. It looks like a good George County Club coming Oak Grove.
2: We do. We actually didn't there. That team does last football Uh But you know they've got a good football team. Uh, they've got by far the best player in the state in McKinley Jackson, and he's a handful. And he's got to kind of know where he is at all times. Uh, and I said it when he was a sophomore. He's the best high school defensive lineman I've probably ever seen. Mm. Um, you know, so we've got our hands full with him. Uh, they've got an old Miss. Uh, the guy that just got off by Ole Miss, defense back, drive receiver. It's a really good player. So uh, they're a lot better than they have been the last couple of years. I think you know, Coach, Coach Caldwell does a great job over there. And, um, you yeah, know, he's really got them going right now. So it's going to be a, definitely a tough challenge.
0: Coach, we know you're out watching your son play soccer even tonight. night. I think we've talked you through the halftime break. So we appreciate uh, your time on game week, and we'll be pulling for y'all as y'all move along and hope to visit with you again, Coach Causa. All oh, right, man. Appreciate it. Thank you.
1: If you're looking to insure a new house, car, or motorcycle, give Advantage Insurance Company a call at 601-749-8790 or go by and see Shauna Oder or any one of her friendly agents and let them go to work for you. Advantage Insurance is located at 4201 Highway 11 North in Picayune.
0: Whether you've hit a home run or a foul ball, for all your real estate law and closing needs, call Cruz Law at 1 242 2500. That number again is 1 242 2500. Call Bill Cruz at Cruz Law. We're honored tonight to have Coach French down from the Biloxi Indians. They're off to a hot start. This year, four and O, and Coach, thanks for taking time for the podcast.
2: Ain't no problem, thanks for having me,
0: Coach. When you look at uh, where you are, and then what you're about to get into district play, what do you know about your team coming out of non-district play off to this four and start? Well, you know,
2: to be honest with you, I, I, one thing
0: I know
2: is, is that, I that we can beat things we're supposed to beat. Uh, that's the biggest thing. I mean, I think I think we were supposed to be four and and that's why we're four and and I can't. We played very clean football for the most part on, on defense. We haven't given up anything explosive. It was, and we've had a lot of turnovers. And then offensively, you know, we hadn't turned the ball over at all. You know, we turned the ball over. I think first game once, and that was about it. I think we turned the ball over in our fourth game, uh, late in the game when it was sealed with our, you know, our backups and stuff. So we've held on to the football. We played very clean football, and our kids have done a good job of, of taking care of their business on and off the field. So we're really excited about that and
0: hope it continues. Coach, you're a younger guy to be in that 6A role there in Biloxi. Um, Just tell us kind of for people, people along the coast are going to be familiar to you and your story of of what you're doing there at Biloxi. But across the state, uh, just kind of if you would give us some of your background and if you uh, would in that background speak to your father's coaching career as well. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I've been around um, football my whole life. I mean, I come from a football family, and,
0: and, and, and I've been on the
2: sidelines of a football field every year since I was five years old. So mm-hmm. I've a lot of football experience. I mean, I'm young, but, and, and, I, and I haven't. You know, I think I've coached maybe all, uh, close to 10 years now at the college and high school level. and uh, But I've been around a lot of football. Uh, obviously, my dad packed on me wanting to be a coach. Uh, I just love football. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of the only thing I know as far as, you know, I think I'd be lost if I was, you know, and you know, if I wasn't around a football program or in, in some capacity. So, um, you know, so it's he's it, it definitely had a huge impact on me doing that. And then, and then, my love and passion for the game obviously comes from from my background for sure. So,
0: Coach, we met last year. You were roaming the sidelines of the uh, 6A state championship game, getting a look at Oak Grove and Horn Lake. To take this Biloxi program, who's certainly been there uh, in the past, to get them uh, to that level, what all goes into that, Coach, and are, are y'all building uh, in that direction?
2: Yeah, I think, you know, I think the first thing uh, that goes into it is, is just getting getting the kids that are in your school uh, excited about football and, 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 and the players that can help your program get them to play football. Um you know, I think the years past, we've had a, uh, we had an issue with, with that, and, and, and get kids excited about football. we got are very good in, in, in a lot of other sports and things like that. And, 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 and you know, I think you know, racket if you look deep in history, Blutchy was was very good. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's, it's been a long time since we have consistently you know been good, and, and uh, we we definitely want to get back to that. But you know, the first thing we have to do is we we've got to get our kids, even we've got to get our kids excited about football. Um, and, you know, we've got to make sure we, we surround our program with, with good people, good coaches, I think we've done that. Um, and so, uh, you know, it's, it takes a lot of work, especially when, when you've had some bad, some bad years and, and getting get people excited about it and get people believing in your program. But, you know, I think we're definitely headed in the right direction.
1: Once again, we're visiting with Biloxi Indian head football coach Catlin French. Uh, on the podcast, uh, on the Pit Lane Oil Change Hotline tonight. And, Coach, uh, you start district play this week against a tough D'Iberville team. Um, past couple games, they've been up and down a little bit, uh, come on the road and lost to a tough Picune team, but bounced back and won against a tough Poplarville team uh, a couple weeks ago. But Iberville brings a different uh, dynamic to the uh, to the field. Uh, you know, the the spread attack, kind of throwing the football around. And then it looks like – uh, this year, with your 4-0 start, you've got a ground attack going on. Uh, right at 960 yards uh, for the four games, about 240 per game. All on the back, it looks like, of K.K. Kendrick with 60 carries, uh, a little over 500 yards and four touchdowns.
2: Right, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, K.K. is a great back for us. I mean, he, he, he does a lot of good things for us. He's a very, very, very extremely good kid. Um, but, but the thing about it is, it, in order to get those yards, you've got to be stout up front. And, and, you know, right now, offensive line, you know, we're heavy seniors on right? offensive line. We've got four of them, uh, four seniors. And, and those guys have, have uh, they've, had, they've played a lot of football together. And, uh, you know, and, and we've been, you know, we've, we've struggled being healthy in the back end with, with, with a lot of running backs and a lot of our skill guys. But fortunately for us, you know, our line's been very, very healthy. they have done a very good job this year. And they're, they, they are, you know, a like big reason for all those rushing yards. And, um, you know, so uh, we do have a passing game, too. Well. I think I think we're very good. I think we can be a great passing team as well. We just haven't had to use it as much. I mean, you know, if we can if we can run the football, we're going to run the football. because That's the safest thing uh, in, in a football game is being able to run it. So uh, we definitely want to create an identity and be a team that can run the ball. But at the end of the day, we've got to make sure we can throw it. And we have thrown it so. Uh, and, and been pretty successful in that as well. So,
0: Coach, when yeah, you talk hard. about that offensive line and seniors, you've got a kid committed to go play, I believe, over at Georgia Tech, which tells me Correct. he's a good football player and a smart guy, and that's a pretty good combination to have on that O-line, huh? Yeah, i tell you what. All of our
2: offensive linemen are, 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 are very smart kids, and, and we have a great offensive line coach. And coach Moss, Justin Moss, and, and he does a great job with those guys, um, but, yeah, of course, Line, you know, he's a 31 ACT guy. Uh, he's he's extremely smart, extremely, works extremely, extremely hard. Uh, he's a very good example for our younger kids uh, to, to kind of watch him. We've got, we got some good young linemen coming up. And, and uh, you know, if they can take a lot from the four guys we have started and their work ethic and, and how they prepare for games and things like that. They do a great job. So, yeah. Uh, we are definitely excited about them and, and just pray that they all stay healthy and that we can we can use them all the way through the end of the year. If we can, um, you know, I expect that, that we will be able to run the ball. Uh, we will continue to be able to run the ball. So,
0: Coach, we appreciate it. We know uh, you've got prep uh, work to do, and we're catching you leaving the office even late uh, tonight. Yep. So thank you for this precious time, and uh, good luck Friday night against the Ivorville. Hey, man, thanks for having us.
1: Hey folks, if you need that special sweet treat for birthdays, anniversaries, or just because, stop by and see our friends at Katie Cake and Company. They are located at 109 West Canal Street in Pickian. Let Katie Cake and Company satisfy your sweet tooth. Shh, your scale will never have to know.
0: We're happy tonight to have Coach Chip Bilderback joining us tonight. He's the head coach. Of Columbia and Columbia off to a hot start and had a great year last year as well as they're off to a five and O start. So, first of all, Coach Bilderback, just wanted to thank you for your time tonight, man, joining us.
2: Thanks a lot, Clay. I appreciate you guys having me. And anytime we start Columbia football, we get to go.
0: Well, let's let's just we'll get to Columbia in just a minute. But uh, Chip, you and I actually have a mutual friend, and Rob Ford and a uh, mutual experience at Pearl River uh, Community College. But you're from way out west, out from California. And so tell our listeners, if they would, uh, I think pretty familiar with you being at Prairie Central and now at Columbia, but how in the world does a guy from out west end up uh, in this neck of the woods?
2: <laughs> well, you think it was football, but it was actually baseball. Um, I, I was being recruited by Mississippi
0: State in and, and
2: baseball, and, and the guy that they had signed, uh, was planning on getting drafted two guys and I think them that the money down and ended up uh, going to Mississippi State so that money didn't free up. And we weren't going to lose until late June. Uh, and so um, they kind of had it set up for, you know, to go to a junior college. And Pearl River it was the only one that had out of money left. So I, I went there and, you know, I met my wife there and, and had some great connections and great two years uh, and played for, you know, the. Uh, Coach Nightingale and, and Dr. Brewerwood now. He's mm-hmm. Coach Brewerwood. I think he'll always be Coach Brewerwood to me. <laughs> but uh, played for him uh, for two years. And just, I tell you, you know, Pearl River, for me and my wife both, is is somewhere that's uh, special to us because, you know, it's, it changed our whole, uh, whole life really in a lot of ways. So it was a great place. And I moved on and went to Southern Miss and started coaching right then after that. Student coached to Southern Miss and, and then uh, just kind of started my journey uh, coaching football.
0: Coach, you say journey, and then I heard you say uh, how special Pearl River is to your bride. Uh, I'm sure that has to change at least a few nights during uh, the f- basketball season. Is that correct? Yes, it it is. She
2: she is the women's basketball coach at Jones, and but that doesn't change, you know, the relationship <laughs> and the, just the just the awesome concept we had at Pearl River, and, and uh, you know, it is especially for like for both of us, but you know, you, you're the one that we can, I guess. So, you know, but, but it definitely has battles with them as well, too. Uh, so, it's
0: been, it's been fun. Awesome, man. All right. Now, as you said, we can talk uh, some Columbia football. Uh, had a great first year there. Uh, now, look at what y'all have done through the first half of this second year. 5-0. and oh, And just talk talk to us about the hot start y'all are off to. And you get a week off this week. But then let's kind of look at region play too.
2: Right, right. It, it, it kind of like, like you said, say that it, started, it, it started last year. Um, we returned a lot of players, claims, and you know we, we we lucked up enough, and that was our first year together with You know, we, we we got ten wins, and we finished I think ten and three last year, and, and the you know the three games that we lost were, were all crushing games, are really close, and could have gone either way. And and our kids really bought into what we were doing, and I think you know with with a team that, that it never had a lot of success, what you look at is make sure that you do not battle complacency. So this off season we kind of went back to, to working hard, and, and we kind of went out, and we, every every kid in the team had to have a white T-shirt on, and they had to earn the good clothes, mm-hmm. uh, the good gear to wear, and, and we you know because I think anytime you know kids are are naive and they forget basically what it took for them to get to where they are and so you know we worked extremely hard this offseason and that started back in december and and our kids have really bought into working hard and that's who we're going to be and, and um i, I think that's really kind of has motivated them on a daily basis all through the summer and all through the fall and so our schedule worked out well um you know we didn't when we did it we, did, we didn't have an student schedule uh, no one really called us to schedule. We had to call out and make a lot of calls and because and, we were returning some really yeah. good football players. And so, you know, we, we, we opened up with Men and All. It was really, really good. They just have to have a down year. And, and as of right here, you know, it's been a lot tougher games, a lot closer. And what lies ahead is just a brutal, brutal 8 3 8. You know, if you look at it every week, it's like its own season. We're going to open up with Tyler Town, who's always very, very athletic, and they're going to get after you. And, then we play Jefferson Davis and West Marion who's who's undefeated as well too. And then and then you got Seminary, and they added McKeith to it this year. So hmm. all those teams, I guess if you were looking the top ten in three A, I bet most of them are, are yeah. in that mix. And so you know you yeah. got to stay healthy, you got to get a little lucky, and you got to play great defense. And so and that's what all those teams in, in our district do is is pride themselves on great defense. And so it's a battle, it really is. But if you can make it through so our our district you're gonna have a chance to, to be someone that's left in the mix at the end of the year. Last year we made it to the third round of the playoffs and three of the four teams were from our district. So that wow. that's six volumes on on the, on how tough our district is. And so it wouldn't shock me if someone this year uh we weren't one district with, with just you know, with, with one loss, you know, because there's just so many battles.
0: And the state nerve uh gave gave y'all the gift of McGee to come join y'all, huh?
2: <laughs> yeah, I know we, we we we're very thankful of that. We lost Weston and Weston. Believe it or not, I know the record doesn't show, but they but this is actually going to be a really good year for them. I think they'll do really well in two A. But we lose them, and and then you have the G's. They're currently undefeated as well. So we we've got some early the major tough tests lasting and that's kind of why you know we've these for this last December. So that's why our focus has been. Getting better every single day. And really, not focusing on tomorrow, but focusing on right now and how can we get better every day. And, you know, our goal every week is we want to know at the end of the week. And I know that's kind of coaching cliche ish, but it is the truth. You, you know, kids, kids and fans are naive and, and want to look at, okay, we can do this in two weeks, we can do this. And that's something that you're constantly battling. And so it's um, what we try to guard against.
0: Coach, you've talked about some different ways to, just what you said, keep uh, working hard and to be humble. Uh, Sometimes in football and communities and high schools, it's cyclical on what athletes may roll through. But uh, this group that you have has some special guys that have all kind of come together on this roster, Uh, some Division I uh, talent tucked away on a 3A roster, a special group here.
2: Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, everyone talks about our, our senior running back, Kinshaw Bullock. He's committed to Ole Miss, and we're glad we have him. controls it. he works extremely hard. He didn't miss one workout this summer. And, you know, that's with camping at a couple places. And so he's a great player. We've actually been without our Division I, uh commit uh, safety, Dennis Kelly, all year. We have him back next week. He's been battling a stress fracture, mm. holding him out to the district. And so I really think that that's going to be a big Boost for us uh, defensively yeah, to get him back and uh, you know he's a great player he's the Louisiana Tech uh, and then we have some, some really we have a special group of defensive linemen that really just get after it uh, sophomore team Otis, he's been offered by you know a lot of, uh, you, you <laughs> the much New Orleans
0: Saints that. and everybody yeah. underneath that huh <laughs> yes, but, but
2: I think this team is another one that didn't, this not miss more than that a lot you know we had like we have, we have 56 kids in our program, 10 through 12, and I think 40 of them only missed one workout wow. or, or none. And so when you do that, I think you know the, the success of the third line of that you really don't, You can look at that and say, okay, this team has a chance to be something special. And then now you throw the, the talent in on top of that, Clay. And now you say, okay, you know, and mm-hmm. now we got something really special. And what you really just now you're looking at it is, is can we? You know, it's not not always the best, most talented team but it's the best team. and So that's something that's been, you know, we've really been working on is, is just us coming together, you know, as a team and trying to be um, tighter because, you know, those, those, those tough moments are coming. Those battles are coming where we've got to be at our best. And, you know, it's not time to, to question that.
1: Once again, we're visiting with head coach Chip Builderback from the Columbia Wildcats 5-0 as they get ready to uh, start district play in two weeks. they got a bye week this week. And, coach, you mentioned Bullock, and I've got some numbers right here in front of him. I've got 45 carries, 687 yards with 12 touchdowns. That's about a 15.3 yard average. As y'all mentioned, you and Clay, an old miss commit. But uh, running behind that offensive line, that has to speak volumes. As you mentioned, a team effort. Uh, what about the offensive line that Bullock is running behind?
2: Right, right, right. We have four out of five seniors, and those guys have really just, you know, just really, they work hard every single day. And, you know, today we're down there on one end practicing and we're going over secondary coverages, and you hear some whooping and hollering and it's the it's an O-line and D-line just getting after competing, mm-hmm. and That's, that's really what's is, important is that iron salt and design and that mentality of, hey, we're going to make each other better. And, and really, and I think that helps. You know, I think we've got one of the top, the A D lines in the league in the state and I think our O lines the benefit they have is they get to participate that and push themselves every single day against that group. And so that that really benefits us in, in the sense that hey we we should get better because we're not gonna see much better than than what we see every day.
0: Chimp, how cool is it, man, when you look at you're moving up or uh, did two years ago from 2A to 3A, but when you get a good matchup, when you get Columbia Seminary on a Friday night and you roll in and the smoke's coming off the grill and the fans and the community, how special is 3A uh, football when you get some of those good matchups and the atmosphere that's created?
2: Yeah, I really think 3A football is really tough. Look at it, and this is not a knock on each other 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 types of things, because I've coached four A for a long time and I can tell you, you know, what Bill Defense has done down there at Road has been been really special. And 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 there's a lot of places like that. You look at Jeff Smith at, at East Central and what they've done. But three A football from top to bottom, there's just some great football teams. Mm-hmm. You Look at what hate homes like the last couple, of seasons, you know, Collins and back to back safe and uh West has uh, you know, you look especially in this Pineville area of really football. and City, there's been some just great football teams. And so, you know, Seminary last year, you know, we played in the last game here, and they came down for us again for the district championship, and we lost self-one, so and, and uh, they, they went on and played for state championship. And they had a, some really great players and still return a lot off to of that team. And so, you know, I expect them to be – to be uh, really good as well. But you look at what Lance and Cusho's done at, mm-hmm. at NBC and, and with them being from two A to three A and, and there's some really good coaches and some really good players. I think, you know, from top to bottom there's there's a lot of great players and a lot of great coaches that go on to the next level from this league.
0: Absolutely. Chip man, we certainly appreciate your time and uh continued success there and we'll be pulling Oh, uh, for the Columbia Wildcats! Thank Thanks, you, bro. I
2: appreciate I appreciate everything you do for high school football in South Mississippi. That's a big deal, and and uh, it's important to our kids. And that's what kind of makes high school football and high school sports in the state special. You take care. Thanks for having me on tonight.
0: Thank you, coach. Yes, sir.